0: the flaming lips starting us off here on the living Writers show here on wcbn fm ann arbor i'm amanda Yuli, your summer host and we are taping it's june 10th 2019 we're taping a show for later this summer and i'm so excited to welcome some students and a staff member from 826 michigan here in our ann arbor studio hi everybody hello hi what a chorus, you all said, right at the exact right time. <laughs> um, I'm really thrilled to have you all here. So we have three students uh, who are we'll get to in just a moment who will be introducing themselves and uh, speaking about their writing and about their time at 826 Michigan. And we have um, a staff member, Megan Gilson. Hello, Megan.
1: Hi, Amanda. Thank you for having us. Oh, we're so glad you're
0: here. Megan, tell us what your role is at 826 Michigan.
1: Yeah, so I am a program coordinator at 826 Michigan, so I oversee um, our Ann Arbor and IPS tutoring programs and also our creative writing field trips program at the Ann Arbor location. And
0: um, the students that are joining us here are? Ann Arbor tutoring students. Ann Arbor tutoring, yeah. I thought so. So um, I think we'll go around and have everyone introduce themselves. Um, the first thing I want to know is, and actually I'm going to call on Ashley Camila. Can you say hello, Ashley Camilla? Hi. I'm going to call on you to speak to why we might have heard um a robot song to start us off any thoughts
2: well probably because megan told you yes that um about the robot store or something like that what's the
0: robot store ashley
2: camila i don't know you
0: don't know um would you like to talk about the robot store
2: well, because you used to work there.
0: True, I used to work there. And I used to work there. You know
2: there. everything about it.
0: I know a lot about it, yeah.
2: And that's yeah. why you picked the song
0: about robots. It's partly why I picked the song. And I also picked out, uh, with Megan's help, I picked out all of you who I think walk through the robot store several days a week, pretty often, in order to get to something else. Yes, it's true. Ophelia, you're our other student here. What, what's that like? You walk through the robot store, yes, and what's in it?
3: Like just different trinkets and stuff,
0: true, true,
3: lots of robots, <laughs> and
0: it's your pathway into something else, right?
3: yeah, the tutoring room where they have all the other stuff too,
0: yeah, um, well, I think Ashley Camila has something else to say well, about the robot store
2: also. A giant robot that says "Feed me coins." <laughs> what does that robot look like for the for our listeners who
0: haven't been to the robot store?
2: Well, it's like made of metal and has has like a screen full of children's faces on it. Uh huh. And it just says random numbers.
0: It says pi, I think. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. And if you put in, um. Well, the I mean, tender, isn't
1: it? Oh, it says Feed Me Legal Tender on uh, it. Uh, yeah. And if you put <laughs> Legal Tender into the robot, what does it do?
2: It starts to sing songs. And, oh. Yeah. Or it, or it does something. Ugh. So it's basically a robot. Yeah. And, and it automatically
0: and does something.
2: You can <laughs> trick it. Like, you can pretend that.
1: Uh oh! Don't give away our secrets.
2: What
1: <laughs> you can trick to it. <laughs> make it sing without putting money into it. You can
2: just put card inside. and it, to it. yeah. Oh, it's not, it I'm gonna ha- have to think about that next time have I go into the best It on doesn't Liberty have Street. eyes to see. The students what know all we'll our tricks. Yeah.
0: So eight two six Michigan is a writing and tutoring program. Yes, that yeah. operates in many places in Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti, and Detroit. And there are two stores affiliated with 826 Michigan. One is the one we're talking about, the robot store on Liberty Street in downtown Ann Arbor. And then, Megan, there's another one.
1: Yeah, there's another location in um, Detroit's Eastern Market. We have the Detroit Robot Factory there.
0: And I think if we give people the website address, they will be able to find out more about 826 Michigan any, anytime. 826Michigan.org, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And OnwardRobots.com. Yes, that's our store website. It takes you to the store, everything. Um well I think I'd like to get sort of a formal introduction um to our student writers who are joining us in the studio today. Um and then we're sort of celebrating the release of a certain chat book, right? Ashley Camila, what's the name of this chat book that we're it's holding called in our hands? Ultimate Taco Cat. <laughs> Why is it called Ultimate Taco Cat?
2: I'm not really sure. Yes? Yeah. Because well Megan told me that <laughs> she was also, I don't remember, but she was she was this boy was making a story, and it said um Taco can side and the Mega gaga idea to make the book Taco Cat
0: so we can thank Megan for it being called mm-hmm. yeah. we can thank Ahmed
1: who wrote about the taco <laughs> cat <Achmed laughs> story <historian.
2: laughs>
0: <laughs> um so i so let's go around and hear from each student in the book and then um everybody up for reading a little bit of their piece? Your piece is very short, right?
2: Why don't we start? Why don't you say your name? Tell us your age. My name is Hanako, I'm nine years old.
0: And what story did you write? What's the name of the story or the poem or your contribution to The Ultimate Taco Cat?
2: It's called A Messy Place to Be.
0: A Messy Place to Be?
2: It's a poem. Oh, will you read it for us, please? <laughs> Thirteen waffles on the ceiling, thirty-nine dragons on the ceiling, a really good, a really great dog dancing on someone's missing toothpaste, toothpaste. Mm. That's my family. Right. A light messy place to be. <laughs> <laughs> a messy place to be. Well, tell us um, how you came to write that poem. How did well, it begin? Well, again, sometimes like she does announcements, um, mm-hmm. what time, I forgot, what was it five o'clock? Yeah, and we have to wear a writing prompt, and she put some w- words up for us to, like, we have to use it, well, we don't have to, but you use it to make, make words, I mean, I mean, make a sentence, like, you, you gotta use the words
1: too It kind of gets you started on your writing? Yeah, we yeah. call them writing challenges, so mm-hmm. the students pick... Uh, at the beginning of tutoring, they choose five random items that other students have to include in their stories. We call them writing challenges. And um, that day's writing challenge, I think, had waffles and toothpaste, and so that was the inspiration for how and it goes. It was story, a story, right? Great dog. Oh, a really great dog. Not yeah. uh, just an. And dog.
2: then I just used it and made a poem, and then
1: yeah. <laughs> and then it just came together. Yeah, I but just, it, it didn't start as a poem, right? What yeah. was it originally? Supposedly, wasn't it like um? It's like a paragraph, right?
2: Was it? Ah, oh. and then it, yeah, it was for that, and then I just put the bottom part. I just put that on and it turned to a poem, I guess.
0: <laughs> kind of took a different shape. I What I say to this is what a nice structure to have as a writer or just as a person that every day you have someone great like Megan presenting you with an opportunity to write. And I'm guessing, I want the other writers here to speak up, but I'm guessing that this is um, what she presents you with are sometimes unexpected combinations, right? Ophelia, have you? Has anyone else ever asked you to write about waffles, toothpaste, and a really mm. good dog? No, no, <laughs> never. Um, well, tell us what's that. What that's like. We'll come back to you actually, and we want to hear more about your piece. But Ophelia, why don't you speak a little bit about uh, what it's like to receive those writing prompts at five o'clock?
3: Um, they like really surprise me, and I have to think really hard to like write about them.
0: And then, what's your when you when you're presented with these things? I assume it's a few nouns, maybe or an idea or yeah. setting to incorporate. Yeah, it's like
3: a prompt, and then you have to do about it, and that's.
0: And how does that kind of exercise your brain?
3: Um, you have to like. Well, for first, you have to like think really hard to like come up with something that's sort of similar to what the prompt is and it just surprises you and then you
0: yeah making those connections is not easy but that's where creativity happens right where you start to feel like well where Mm -hmm. where could you have a story where toothpaste and waffles did you say dragons too yeah.
2: Yeah, but that wasn't in the. way. That was all
0: prompt. you. That, that was not <laughs> part of the prompt. Okay. <laughs> and I think every writer is going to come at that prompt a little differently. I I should have read more of um, Ultimate Taco Cat before we started. But are there more? Is there more than one piece of writing based on that prompt? Because I'd love to know how other writers approach that particular prompt or others. I don't
1: know if there are other stories on that particular prompt, but there are definitely stories uh, from our writing challenges. We try to do Mm -hmm. um, one of those at least once a week in a writing challenge. Can
0: you speak, Megan, a little bit more about the writing challenges? Yeah. How do you come up with this? Are students ever part of the creative processing. Yes.
1: Um, students are almost it? always a part of the writing challenges. So usually I write writing challenges up on the whiteboard and students know that if there's space below it they can like, as they come in, they can add their ideas to the list. We've gotten up to like six things on our writing challenge list. I feel like the more unique and different things we have on the list the more challenging it is, but also the more fun it is. Um, we've had funny things like broken flip-flops and homemade AirPods a student put on the list once, which <laughs> is just headphones that have been like cut off, like the, the, <laughs> the earphones been cut, cut off. off, so it's like a fake <laughs> AirPod, okay. Um, which they thought was really funny, and um, sometimes it's like part of a song, and um, sometimes it's just other funny things that are not at all related, um. And then it's a challenge to students to think outside the box and think about, like, how can we put all these things together in a story? There's also always the backup rule where students can – they don't have to do the writing challenge. They can write about whatever they want instead. Mm -hmm. They can also um, substitute items in the writing challenge, too. So if they – instead of a really great dog, if they, like, really want a really great uh, turtle in their story, then they are welcome to substitute that. But the writing challenge as it exists is, like, to – challenge students to use those things but there are always alternatives it's such a gift
0: even I think for grown-up writers it would be nice if someone once a day could say (laughs) here's something you could write about Mm -hmm. it really does get the ideas going for everybody Um, you're listening to the living writers show here on WCBN FM Ann Arbor I'm Amanda Yuley and we're here in the studio with Ashley Camilla and Hanako and Megan and Ophelia and we're going to take a short break to hear a song and then we'll be right back Oh, my God. Flaming Lips again on The Living Writer Show here in WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Um, I'm Amanda Uli, your host today. Frank Uli is our engineer, expertly running the board. Um, And we're in the studio with 826 Michigan Writers. We have some young writers and our staff member, Megan Gilson, who is helping us understand more about what 826 Michigan does here in Ann Arbor as well as in Ypsilanti and in Detroit. Uh, Megan, can you talk a bit about...
1: um, how people would get involved in 826 Michigan programs? Yeah, so there are a number of ways um, that you could get involved Um, first as a volunteer. So um, you can visit our website, 826Michigan.org and there is a link to, um, to our volunteer application. Um, you fill that out and then um, you'll be invited to a series of volunteer trainings we are always looking for after school tutors creative writing volunteers you don't need any kind of professional or formal training in writing or teaching we really have a great volunteer team with a variety of different backgrounds and whatever your skills are we would love to to have them in our community Um, we also you can get involved just by walking into our robot store so um, the Liberty Street Robot Supply and Repair Store in downtown Ann Arbor um, is an actual retail store. We do sell, um, real robots and robot supplies. Um, and all of the proceeds go to support, um, our programs and keeping them free for our students and families.
0: So you're always looking for robot store shoppers in Detroit and Ann Arbor. You're always looking for volunteers Mm -hmm. who can play a number of roles in the organization. And I'm sure you're always looking for donors Yes, and more at 826michigan.org. Correct. Yes. Um well we we're gonna hear from another one of our student writers. Ophelia, would you like to um tell us your age and then tell us the title of your the story you wrote in <coughs> the chat book and read it for us.
3: Um I'm eleven and the story I wrote is called The Pencil. The pencil. Yes.
0: Wait, before you read it, mm-hmm. is this from a writing challenge? Yes. It is. Okay. What can you tell us, is it better if we know the challenge that you were writing toward first, the prompt, or is it better if we hear it and then you explain? Which do you Um, think?
3: I can, I can tell you. Okay. It was, it was like an ordinary thing with like soup. That's like a supernatural thing.
0: Yeah. Ordinary thing, supernatural powers.
3: So like you can make a chair, like super powerful or something and in my case I did a pencil and then it was gonna like help the people in the story
0: okay yeah. and how old are you Ophelia
3: 11 thank you okay read on once upon a time in the year 8,000 there was a scientist who had a phone all the information was in in the world was on it I am so powerful he told people I know everything, and he did, until his phone broke. No, he screamed for three days straight. You can hear him on the other side of the world. Be quiet, people yelled at him. No, he kept saying. Then one kid came along. What's wrong, he asked. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stupid. Well. No, you're not, the boy said. I can help you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. I have a pencil. A what? A pencil. You can write down everything you knew. Okay, the scientist mumbled. Okay, then. What are you waiting for? It took them 8,000 years to finish writing everything. But in that time, you lived to 8,050 years old. So they lived happily ever after. The end. Very nice. Thank you. How did you arrive at that? It sounds like...
0: There was some kind of prompt to start you, but um, it sounds like all of these prompts can really take shape any number of ways. So how did you land there?
3: I don't know. I was just writing, and I decided to write about a pencil because that's what I was writing Because you about. were holding a
0: pencil? Yes. Is that, just, yes. Is that why? <laughs> that That's not a bad way to get started. Um, well, I, we're talking to a few young writers um, here. And I wonder if you three could sort of help have a conversation um, about what it's like to be a writer in a space with other writers. Because you all see those those prompts every day. You all are in the same space there on Liberty Street. Um, and I'm sure that there's something to the collaborative environment, right? Do you want to speak yeah. to that first, Ophelia? And then we'll hear from Ashley, Camilla, and Hanako.
3: Okay. Um, Well, I get, like, lots of new ideas when I'm around other kids because they have, like, these strange ideas that come off the prompt. And then that's what leads me to one of my own ideas.
0: Because you hear other students' ideas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ashley, Camila, what about you? Well,
2: when I'm in school, usually... I usually hear other students read the, read their writing and I use I usually come up with one of my own stories and it's sometimes kinda of weird. It's kinda of weird. And that's how I like get my I'm not really sure. That's okay. Well,
0: one of the things that I've always loved about 826 Michigan and all the 826 programs is that weird ideas and strange stories are most welcome. I mean, I think that I could tell that before I even started working there. And I feel like the whole time that I was there and every time I walk in now, it's very clear to me that weird stuff is welcome. Is that fair to say, Megan? Yes, definitely. um <laughs> how do you do that as an organization? How do you send that message to writers and visitors and
1: I think that everyone? um like as a staff and volunteer team, we kind of have to like create that weirdness and embrace it from the very beginning. Um, A lot of our programs, our field trips program especially, involve costumes. Um, So in one field trip, we are um, wearing toast costumes as students come in. Um, But then also, I think that the writing challenges also speak to that because um, they have a lot of like unique things put together like cockroach and spearmint gum and um, fire hydrants. Why did you put those (laughs) two things together? (laughs) And fire (laughs) hydrants and a really great dog. And so, it just really sets up the idea that like unexpected things and weird mm-hmm. random ideas um, are cool, and I think that the robot store leads to that as well um, because you're coming in expecting a real robot store, um, and it's kind of like this almost novelty toy store, and it um, it really surprises you, and it leads you to um, be kind of thinking that other surprises could happen in that space as well. What do you think, Hanako?
0: Do you agree with this? Yeah. And, and so how, I mean, if we all agree that 826 Michigan is a place where you can explore some of your more offbeat ideas in your writing and otherwise, how do you experience that as a young student? Do your tutors just say, do whatever you want? Or do, or how do they put that message out to you so that you come up with the poem that you came up with, which is truly stunning? How do you do that?
2: well, tutors don't really say like do anything you want because th- they're here to like help you mm-hmm. and then so whenever I love somebody, like one of the tutors help me so I can make this technically. And but when I made this, yes, um, the two of them didn't really help me because they wanted me to make it all. so it's all my imagination, not anybody else's. It's only mine. Yeah, it feels good for you. Like it's only yours, and you can be like, it's all mine, and, I, and it can't be like. Oh, a hundred people made it with me. <laughs> How did tutors um,
0: help you understand that? That it's all up to you and your imagination? Because that seems like something 826 Michigan tutors are really good at. Ashley, Camilla, do you have a thought about that one? No. Okay. We'll come back. Oh, Hanako does. <laughs> How do they do that? How do tutors do it?
2: Because most tutors there, like people that are good at waiting, they have a really good imagination and then
0: so you're saying the yeah. tutors themselves have a really great imagination
2: and Since, yeah they they have good imaginations that's why that's why tutors don't like when it's time to write they don't have to really help them because tutors think that like they could do it themselves mm-hmm. uh, because when the when they get bigger and if they're always helping, then they don't know how to do it by themselves. So at least they gotta do it by themselves.
0: Tutors really help students figure out how to work independently, right, and use their own ideas and imaginations, which is great. And what's it like being published in a book? We've all, we've heard two of the we've heard a poem and a story um, today read out loud. What are radio listeners can't see is that you're reading things that are published in a book called The Ultimate Taco Cat Stories of Everyday Magic. Its cover is like no cover I've ever seen before. It's, um has kind of a traditional cardstock cover and then it's wrapped in either a hard shell taco or a cat's head. Which is it? It's both. Oh, it's, it's both,
2: both Megan? <laughs> it's a taco with... Cat. Taco cat. A taco yeah. with no, cat ears. I can't really explain it. It's a taco what? with cat
0: with What is a cat. taco cat? Ashley, Camila, thoughts?
2: I think it's a cat that eats lots of tacos.
0: A cat that loves tacos? Hanako?
2: I think it's a taco. No, I think, A taco that loves cats? No, no it's a taco. <laughs> <laughs> it's a taco. and like, It's a taco. Yes. And there's a cat. Like, I bet... how do you explain it it's either a taco with cat ears and like a face and Uh whiskers but but its body is a taco or either it's a cat with a
1: it's quite a body quite a
0: concept ophelia do you have dissenting (laughs) opinions about any of this taco cat stuff what is it a thing Okay. Um, the thing is that all three of you and many other students were published in this book that is, as I keep saying, very eye-catching and very original in its presentation, um, and very fascinating to read. So, have any of you been published before this came out? Ashley Camilla, you have. Tell us about that experience. Were you published by Eight Two Six Michigan?
2: Uh, the Michigan Daily.
0: Oh, were you part of the partnership with the Michigan Daily? Yeah. That, that was wonderful. I saw that. A few people pointed that out to me. Um, so some of our tutoring students here at 826 Michigan work with journalists from the Michigan Daily here at the University of Michigan to um, to a special section, and you were involved in that. Were you? Have you been published in books or anything else before? No. Um, so you've been published twice this year, Ashley, Camila, and what does it feel like when some of your
2: work and your ideas are published? Well, I feel good and sometimes, um, so the other day that I, so I had a newspaper in my hand yes. and I gave it to my gym teacher and, and he said that if it's okay, if he puts it in the teacher's lounge in my school.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. And this was the newspaper with your interviews and writing from mm-hmm. the Michigan Daily? Yeah. That's amazing. Have you ever seen what else is hanging up in the teachers' lounge?
2: Well, we never get to go in there, but yeah. I just know it's in there because it's my gym teacher told me. So. I
0: I think that sounds like a great achievement, Ophelia. What did you feel like when you saw your work published in this chapbook from Eight Two Six Michigan?
3: Um, it was kind of weird because I usually like read other kids work and -hmm. then like wonder who they are and stuff like that and then I'm in it (laughs) and I like know who I am because you know and it's just uh.
0: I think it's kind of the sense that adult writers have too you you read books and you read articles and you see other people being published Mm -hmm. and then when it's you yourself and it's your name in print it's a different kind of feeling Hanukkah, what do you think? It, how many times have you been published, I should first ask? Is this the first time? Hmm. Well, Our listeners can't see that Hanako uh, is wondering.
2: Let's see one. One here.
4: Uh-huh.
2: And then, well, I guess... A couple times because no I'm not I well, I've been published in movies Oh you and have stuff but not in books not this in is books. the first time I have been published in a book
0: So let's talk and we're going to take another music break in a minute but I want to talk for just a second about the process because writing and publishing are kind of two different things and they're both really important right but the process of writing culminates sometimes or leads up to your work being in print. Is that an important part of it for you? Ashley, Camila, tell us, is that, is that important to you now to see that what you write and what you think about finds its way to print? Yes. It is? Or not? I mean, I, maybe it was a leading question. For some writers, they like to just write, get their ideas out. And that, that, that's more part of the process. Where do you fall on that? You like to be published?
2: Well, like the first time I started writing, I felt good. And when I got published, I felt, well, it's kind of weird, but I felt famous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think you all should feel famous. You're all in the Ultimate Taco Cat chapbook. That feeling of of being famous (laughs) is good. And I think that what that... For me, what it means to, when we say we feel famous when we're published, it means that the ideas that you worked hard to write down and to work out and to refine and edit and get into that publication, those ideas, and by extension, you are important. You have something to say that other people want to read and want to listen to. So on that note, we're going to hear another song. And then um, what I'd love for everybody around the table to think about is reading. So reading is like the other part of this whole writing and publishing conversation and I love to read and I want some book recommendations. I want to know what people are reading and I want to um, just get into books in our next segment if we can. So this is The Living Writer Show on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. I'm Amanda Uli and we're going to hear The Flaming Lips again. (laughs) Da 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 da
4: da 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 da
0: WCBN FM Ann Arbor we have some student writers from 826 Michigan joining us we have Ophelia and Ashley Camilla and Hanako and they have all been published in the Ultimate Taco Cat chapbook. they're part of the Ann Arbor uh, excuse me the Ann Arbor um, version of the 826 Michigan tutoring program run by Megan Gilson who joins us as well thanks for being here Megan thanks for having us this is so fun I'm having so much fun learning from these young writers um, We were talking about writing and publishing before, and kind of that path that not every piece of writing and not every writer gets to be at that final point of publishing. Um, But there are a few other sort of steps in the continuum that I want to talk about. And one is um, reading. Like, I, I would love to know from these published writers, first of all, when people read your work... How do, you, how do you feel about that? And what are you hoping to get across for your readers? Have, has anybody given that some thought? You're all pretty newly published. But Hanukkah, what do you think? When you published that poem, which featured, if I'm remembering correctly, dragons, toothpaste,
2: waffles.
4: waffles. <sighs> um,
0: when you put that poem together and 86 Michigan published it, you've now reached a wide audience of readers what do you want them to think about your work and about you?
2: I want them to think that I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and also that soon I can, soon they might think if, if it's good enough, they might think that they want to be a to and publish a book and then. And, you might inspire
0: yeah. some other writers
2: and this will be a famous book publish, publisher yeah. I
0: think it already is a famous book and for then, sure and then yeah Yeah, Ophelia what about you do you um, want to talk about what you were hoping for your readers to get from, from your writing I've already heard your piece earlier in the show
3: don't know actually
0: so is it fair to say when you were writing the piece you weren't thinking about your readers yet no you probably didn't know that it would be selected for publication at
3: the time it was just another one of my like writings that I never finished
0: how often are you writing
3: well every time I go to eight twenty-six, and which is a, a lot I'm guessing it's like every week
0: yeah What an amazing habit to get in to have some creative writing come out of your brain and your pencil every week. That's not true for everybody. And it's pretty great. Um, Ashley Camilla, what about you? We haven't heard your story yet. And you are also published in The Ultimate Taco Cat. Mm -hmm. Do you want to please say your age so we all meet you a little more properly? I'm eight. You are eight. And um, the name of the story or poem that you're going to read for us? It's called Halloween. Halloween. Okay. Um, well, why don't we let you read it for us, and then we'd like to hear more about your process.
4: Okay.
2: It was a day of Halloween, and my teacher told me in my class that we could dress up as we would be wearing on Halloween After school, I put on my costume and went out trick-or-treating. Outside, it was very dark, and the houses were spooky. A lot of people were dressed up in different costumes. I saw a man with a creepy clown costume. He was wearing a hat that was all black, a red suit with googly eyes on his glasses, like a creepy mad scientist clown. I was on the sidewalk, and there were fog machines, so I couldn't see anything. It made me feel like someone was coming after me. I like Halloween because I like getting the chance to dress up.
0: Ashley, Camilla, thank you for terrifying all of us (laughs) with that description, which was so sharply rendered of the mad scientist um, clown terror of Halloween. (laughs) Is this autobiographical? Did you see or experience
2: anything like this? Well, I I usually wrote all my stories um, about my real life. You do. Mm-hmm. Is that true for the other writers in the room?
0: Actually, I'm dying to ask you, Ophelia. I, your story <laughs> takes place eight thousand years from now. Is that right? Or in the in year? In the year eight thousand. Pardon me. In the year eight thousand. So your story probably doesn't come strictly no. from your lived experience, but. Um, does it? Does some of it come from your experiences?
3: Well, I mean, when my like family breaks their phones, they usually go in like a meltdown like this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, okay. So some of it does. Ashley Camila, tell us more about the genesis of your piece. It sounds like some of it came from things that happened to you on Halloween. Yeah. Yes. Um, tell us more about that. How did you come to write the? piece that you wrote?
2: Because I usually remembered about Halloween.
0: Mm-hmm. Sometimes the experiences that we have are really vivid and we kind of have to write about them, right? Mm-hmm. This was like-
1: also one of the pieces that she published in the Michigan Daily. So she wrote this with a lot of um, support and encouragement from our Michigan Daily um, writer volunteers. Very
0: nice. And so I'd love to know if you remember this, Ashley, Camila, what was the first draft like? Was it very similar to what you ended up with? Or did it go through a little process?
1: Mm. You were typing this on the computer when you wrote it, right? Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I typed some of it, then the helper that was helping me uh, typed the rest of it.
1: Oh, okay. So you kind of took turns and you told her the words in one part and then you wrote the words yourself in one part
2: Mm -hmm.
0: that's a nice way for things to come together Mm -hmm. Megan Hanako mentioned a few minutes ago about wanting to inspire other young writers I loved that so much I (laughs) loved it too (laughs) I wonder if you could talk about how um, families how either young writers or their parents would access information about 826 and how families
1: yeah. can get involved um so we have program flyers available in uh, the robot store um sitting up on the front counter um, we have a lot of exciting summer programs starting in july um, all of them are free a variety of different writing programs um, we have some some one-off workshops and then we also have some longer term like we have a writer's club here in ann arbor for students ages 6 to 18 which will be really fun um so that's a good chance to um write over a period of time and get published and then all the information about our programs is on our website website 826michigan.org.
0: And let's remind everybody how much it costs to be involved in an 826 Michigan program. It's
1: completely free.
0: It is completely free. Um, And it always is completely free. And that's because um, donors contribute and make these programs totally free. And then volunteers give their time. So we always want to encourage our listeners who are inspired by these young writers and what they've published and how they think and what they're doing that um, 826 Michigan needs volunteers and donors all the time. So, um, I wanted to get into books. So is anybody here a reader other than me and Megan? Yes. Oh, three hands, four hands going up around the table. What, um, what do you all like to read? Ophelia, you want to start? What do you like to read?
3: Um, well, I read a lot of books. Good. And, um, yeah. That's why we're here. <laughs> mostly. Just Are you like, like middle
0: grade graphic novels? Young adult, picture books, nonfiction, um, like, what are you... Are you going to answer I read, everything?
3: like, any book that's, like, sci-fi. Sci-fi? So like,
0: yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite writer in the genre of sci-fi? I don't read mm. a lot of sci-fi, so I need an education on this.
3: I just I read, like, a lot of authors, because authors mm-hmm. I go through books really fast. Mm-hmm. And so there's not just one, like, particular writer.
0: A lot of different ones? Yes. Okay. Do you have um, a recommendation as someone who does not read much sci-fi? I would need help. I would need someone who really likes and really knows sci-fi to say to me this is where to start. This is the book. Do you have one like that? Or do you want to think about it?
3: Um, well, so the book that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. the book's Um, it led me into sci-fi, but it's not, it's The Hunger Games. Okay. Because, yes. So it's not, but after I read that. not quite sci-fi, but. It's in the future, though, so. But after I read it, I started getting into sci-fi, so, yeah.
0: And it seems like that's informed your work, too, Mm -hmm. right? Your reading. That always happens, I think. You read what you like to, what you like to read and what you like to write. Ashley, Camila, what about you? you're a reader. Can you wow. come a little closer and tell us?
2: My favorite books are graphic novels and sometimes chapter books.
0: Chapter books and graphic novels. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you all heard, but uh, and this will be over by the time the show airs, but the Ann Arbor District Library is having a comic arts festival this yeah. weekend. So any graphic novel and comics fans should maybe check that out. Hanukkah is Making some noise over here silently. He's he's into it. What about you, Ashley? Camilla? Well, do you like that stuff?
2: Um, the well the the some of the library uh, the librarians yes. came to our to my school and they said um I forgot her name. It's I think it's Raina
0: Talamare. Raina Tugomire. Yeah,
2: oh. yeah uh-huh. is coming to the library, but I don't know what day.
0: I do. It's Saturday, because my I have someone at my house who's nine years old who has read Smile. Have you read Smile?
2: Yeah, I've read Sister, Smile, and Ghost.
0: Sister, Smile, Ooh. and Ghost. And is there one called Drama?
2: Um, yeah, yeah, but I've never read it before. I see.
0: I oh, Monaco has. <laughs> um, so, um, tell me more about what else you like to read.
2: I also like to read The Baby School Kids. The what? The Bailey School Kids. Oh, the, I don't know The Bailey School Kids. It's kind of like mysteries. Okay. And is it also a
0: graphic novel or is it more of a chapter book? It's more of a chapter book. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What do you... Um, so, again, I know a little something about graphic novels, and, but it's not what I normally go to to read. So do you have a title in mind where you say, Amanda, this is where you start with this genre? What would you suggest?
2: I'm not really sure.
0: You're not sure, okay? You can think about it. If you if something comes up, I'm still interested. Hanukkah, same question. Tell us about your reading life.
2: I really like comic books mm-hmm. and nonfiction. I like oh. nonfiction and like books that I. Oh, well, I like fiction and nonfiction. Well, I like fiction books, and then and i like nonfiction books that like like they're not fiction but like but they're like unbelievable oh really like, yeah. yeah like
0: that's the best kind not, too good yeah. to be true Stranger yeah. than fiction, yeah, kind of real stuff.
2: Yeah, and but and all of those. I love comic books. You do. That's why I was like sort of dancing when you said <laughs> at the district library. Yeah, since the district library is right by my house, I can walk there. Oh, wonderful! I'm like so happy. But yeah. if it's wait, what day is it now?
0: It's now Monday. We've oh. got some time. So, could you have a recommendation in the nonfiction? Too good to be true. You can't believe it. <laughs> Because I I do like that stuff too. Do you have a recommendation for me?
2: Well, I have library at my school, mm-hmm. and and I really want to check those out because I want like and there's some like there's books that are, like are like unbelievable facts that, like that you can do and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I like books of and, unbelievable facts. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of can't go wrong with those.
2: Yeah, but I never know the section to it. Uh-huh. And <laughs> like, and besides, I keep getting comic books and not those. And I try yeah. my best, but on Christmas I got one of those. Uh-huh. And like, there's a thousands of facts that I ha- I don't know yet, and they're like amazing, but they're real. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like
0: me in that I like to mix it up a little bit and read different things. And sometimes the narrative story, like a comic book or something else, and sometimes I like to...
2: And I also like, if I see a book and looks really interesting in me, I'll wish to just read it. Uh. (laughs) Until if I really like it, I'll either check it out if it's a library or tell my mom to buy it.
0: Okay.
2: Well... Usually, my mom takes my books and does something with them. Yeah. Like, she took my favorite book, even though she didn't ask me. We have, like, so much books, and she's like, no more books. And she's like, she falls in the garbage. Oh, goodness. Uh, My favorite (laughs) Well, sometimes
0: books do need to pass on. We collect a lot of books at my house, and we have learned that passing them to the little free libraries means other readers Uh, can... Yeah,
2: but I should have told my mom Uh the ones that I... Didn't want give it. Gotta always
0: talk to your mom about that. <laughs> my mom
2: doesn't care. She she doesn't listen. She's like, no, well, I'm just taking these. Megan, That's why she took my favorite book.
0: It mm. happens. Purging happens. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, what about you? Do you have any book uh-huh. recommendations?
1: Yeah. Um. So I really like memoirs. I um, yeah. read Michelle Obama's book Becoming oh, earlier. Uh-huh. Um. A couple months ago. That was really great. I have not read that um, yet.
0: I'm one of the only adults that has not read that <laughs> I mark. learned a
1: lot of new things about her life. It was really interesting. Yeah. So yeah I love memoirs. Um, I also love graphic novels. My favorite graphic novel for young people is called Lumberjanes. Um, it's about these, like, um, it's kind of, like, Girl Scout inspired, but they're, like, really... Girl Scouts are already cool, but they're, like, different, kind of, like, outdoor... Like, uh-huh. Girl Scouts are outdoorsy. How am I... I don't know how to describe them. The, like mismatched mismatched... Uh, Girl Scouts. They don't have the like formal uniform that Girl Scouts have. But they're still doing their thing. Um, yeah. And then there's like lots of wild adventures that happen to them, like secret things that pop up um, while they're in the woods camping.
2: Some bees pop up and grab you. Have you read it? No. It's really good. But I'm just curious. We're going to take one more <laughs> quick
0: song break, and then Ashley Camila's going to say something when we come back and we'll uh, hear your advice I think that one of the most important things that you all could do for our listeners today is provide some advice for young and emerging writers so think on that while we hear our next song on the living Writers show it's wcbn fm ann arbor i'm amanda yuley we're here in the studio with three student writers who are from 826 michigan and with megan gilson as well who's on the staff there um, and what i said before the break is what i was hoping to do is get some advice from our young writers who are eight nine and eleven did i get that right Yes, yes, yes. Nodding heads, eight, nine, and 11-year-old writers who are already published, sometimes more than once. Um, and I think there's two things I would like you each to speak to as we kind of close out the show. One is um, advice for other young writers, um, how to get started, how to, how to think about yourself as a writer, even at a young age. So I want you to speak to that. And then we were talking about books a minute ago. I'd love for you to talk about... Advice that you have for authors of books for kids. Because you're all very well read and you all know about books for kids. And I think I want to have Ashley Camila start us off with, can you answer both of those questions? Advice for a young writer, someone else who's eight like you or seven.
2: Well, so if you want to like write something or something, I usually like read a book come up with something and then start writing
0: so when you read you become inspired to write yes yes and is that you mostly you were saying graphic novels mm-hmm. is your thing so when you read a graphic novel it often generates the ideas that you need to start your own writing yes and then do you also enjoy illustrating your work or having someone else illustrate your work illustrating my work you do it yourself mm-hmm. oh we didn't get into that are there illustrations in the Ultimate Taco cat um, no but in the, I think in the newspaper there is yeah <coughs> well that's a great that's a great start. And what about when you think about um, Raina uh, Telemeyer or um, any of the other authors that you read, do you have advice for them about how they can do an even better job of making books for kids that you would like to read?
4: I
2: don't have any ideas.
0: You don't have any ideas. Yes. Okay, that's that's fine. It sounds like you're a satisfied reader. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is. Some some people have a lot of thoughts about that. Um, would you like to go next, Ophelia? Would you like to speak about?
4: Mm, sure.
0: Advice for other writers. You are an 11 year old writer, mm-hmm. and how long have you been writing?
3: Not long. Just since I started 826, which was this this year. year. Yeah. So when
0: you were 10 or so, 10 mm-hmm. or 11, and so what advice do you have for people who are your age or maybe even a little younger who would like to be writers?
3: Um, I would just write whatever is on like your mind. That's how I started all Mm mine. My stories. Cause like I had this weird idea. I never thought it would work, but then it turned into a story. So,
4: yeah.
0: So, Do you want to say what the weird idea was? Or is it about the (laughs) story that you just read? a bunch of
3: weird ideas. (laughs)
0: And so you're saying that young writers should sort of honor those ideas that bubble up.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, one of the things I most admire about young writers, and it's true of many of you, uh, certainly all of you in this room, but in many young writers in general, is that young writers tend to be more courageous than adult writers. Because adult writers have a weird idea, and then they go back me up on this, Megan. They go, Oh, that's like a, that's a little weird. I don't know if anybody's (laughs) going to want to do that idea. Mm -hmm. And then young writers tend to just put it down on the page and say, no, this is going to work out. I will put toothpaste dragons and waffles together and I will see what happens. I will set my story in the year 8,000 and see what happens. And it always works because young people have a courage that adults don't have in the same way. So I applaud you all for that courage. Ophelia, what about for you, um, a- advice for writers of books for kids? Sci-fi writers you like? Um, I don't know. No specific advice? Not wow. really. See, I was expecting you all as such well-read individuals, I would expect you to say... More dragons, less of this, more of that, shorter chapters. Some advice. It sounds like Hanako may prove me right. Do you have advice? <laughs> Let's start with that one. Do you have advice for writers of books for kids?
2: Well, really, my hobby is to is to write and read books, mm-hmm. like drawings and and so I. Like if you read a lot of books, mm-hmm. like as you go on, if you get older, like like read so so much books, you will get really smart. So
0: you're so correct.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want more people to read more books, so they be more, like so they can be even more smarter, and and books are technically better than movies because you can um, Oh, I just want everybody to read books Why are books better than movies? That's
0: that's, your opinion. Opinions are everyone's (laughs) own I I didn't just say that but but why do you believe books are better than movies?
2: You can always because you can always stop at the place you want to be Mm -hmm. and you can always read it again and again and it's way better than movies because movies actually, if you watch too much they, it hurts your eyes mm-hmm. but books you can read every time you want so it's fine and No yeah. screen time. Yep. Yep. It's, and like I said, you can get smarter by reading books and you can also learn some new words. Right. And,
0: There's a lot to yeah. gain from spending a day reading. <laughs> I wonder, Megan, if you um, want to speak to this I find myself as a writer being um inspired by and learning a lot from young writers as I was saying before. Can you you've worked at 826 Michigan for some time now. Do you want to speak to yourself as a writer and how that might have
1: changed in yeah, yeah. Uh, your time? I think um the young people at 826 Michigan have definitely encouraged me to be more courageous with my ideas. I think that um, my original idea for the writing challenges actually came from 86 Michigan students and their um, willingness to just put unrelated things and stories together and really to make it work. And I think that is um, something magical that happens at 86 Michigan is those ideas that um, we wouldn't normally think about like um, – in a field trip once students were writing about rainbow clarinet pickles <laughs> and I would have never thought to write about um a rainbow clarinet pickle um so just unrelated things putting them together and the magic that comes from that um I'm so grateful that students have uh, brought that creativity and imagination back to me um that I had when I was a young writer and I'm glad
0: and I'm grateful that 826 mm-hmm. Michigan exists to be that space where students can put those things together and mm-hmm. can be themselves, their authentic selves, and um, can stretch us all to think and be differently. Yeah. So, so thank you all so much for joining. I, I'd love to go around the table one last time and say, do you have any final thoughts about 826 Michigan? Anything people should know? Because realize a lot of our listeners have not been there and don't know too much about it. So um, Ashley Camilla, do you have a thought?
2: Well, we like can- the 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 other kids that haven't come. Yeah. Come, um, they should. Oh,
0: wait. I'm gonna have Hanako go because yeah. our our time is really short. We'll come back. Hanako, what should people know?
2: I I think that maybe um I want I want more people. to like, I think more people should go to a Six Michigan because, and and like have more tutoring because people who like are old, like kids that have like homeschool or something mm-hmm. should go to a Six and... To meet other writers, and Yeah, right? and then they can learn there and then... Yeah, you can uh, Ophelia? Do you? And they can like be smart and not go to school, but still be smart. You know. Totally yeah. with you, Ophelia. Yeah. Any final
0: words about eight two six Michigan before we sign off?
3: Um. Well, if you want to be like a good writer, then you should probably go because they have a lot of new ideas that you probably wouldn't have thought of on your own, and like. Well said. Yeah, that's what happened to me, too. Like,
0: <laughs> Very yeah. well said. Thanks for joining us on the Living Riders Show. This has been uh, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, and we've had Hanako, Ashley Camilla, and Ophelia and Megan here with us from 826 Michigan. Thanks for joining.
4: we yeah. world of pop radio and plastic pop hits.